0: in this episode through self-observation more presence comes into your life automatically the moment you realize you are not present you are present learn to perform practical lessons so that you can immediately learn to optimize your health happiness and performance For today's gratitude expression, I would like to express gratitude for the ability that I have to travel and spend time in nature. Right now, being in Colombia and having explored some beautiful parks, mountains, jungle hikes, and the Caribbean Ocean, I have had many opportunities to pause, breathe, and meditate on the beauty of life and find stillness within the chaos of the world. At this moment, my life is perfect, so I am grateful for that. Meditation often comes with a stigma of being very religious or even cult-like but this does not have to be the case and it definitely is not the case. You do not have to be a Buddhist monk to meditate. and Meditation takes many different forms and is a completely individual experience and while experienced practitioners may achieve self-loss experiences comparable to those described with psychedelics, often referred to as ego dissolution, which results in the inhibition of self-related thoughts, loss of body ownership, or loss of access to autobiographical information. Most of us though, on the other hand, myself included, meditation is actually very mild and that is perfectly fine. So what's the bottom line? Meditation is one of the most powerful techniques to improve happiness, brain health, and enhance performance. We will cover three main points. Number one, what is meditation? Number two, how to meditate? And number three, the benefits of meditation. Number one, what is meditation? What a great question. And honestly, I don't have a good answer. In fact, a 2019 study compiled 100 experienced practitioners and assessed 20 of the most popular forms of meditation. Essentially, what they came across is that meditation is really an umbrella term, which covers a huge number of diverse practices. Trying to break this down, they found that meditation techniques can be classified within two dimensions, activation, and amount of body orientation there are seven main clusters of meditation worth considering mindful observation body centered meditation visual concentration contemplation effect centered meditation mantra meditation and meditation with movement and so therefore while there is no such thing as meditation on its own there are a lot of different varieties In this study, they found it easiest to divide it into two different types of meditation. There are focused attention and there is open monitoring practices. And as we'll discuss a little bit later, focused attention is where, as you might expect, you are literally focusing your attention on a specific aspect of life or a physical sensation or a thought. Whereas open monitoring is more as though you're trying to be the watcher of thoughts, a third-person view of observing everything that is happening. we'll get into those a little bit more. Another way to look at meditation is to review the Vedic texts of ancient India. And so there was another study done in 2015. And this one referenced the core components of the ancient texts. And basically they consider that the human being consists of three aspects. Number one, a physical body. Number two, the inner faculty, which includes the mind, intellect, ego, and memories. And number three, a deep inner self, a pure consciousness, which is the source of all knowledge, intelligence, creativity, and natural laws. In essence, it's really all about mindfulness. So from this perspective, meditation is really about trying to get beyond the physical body and beyond the inner faculty and to try and connect with the deep inner self, the non-changing pure consciousness, which is all about unity and to witness the activity of the inner faculty. So this would be the observing of everything going on. So depending on how you want to look at meditation from either of these perspectives, a lot of it really comes down to mindfulness. It is really a deliberate attempt to be truly mindful of the present moment, to be truly connected to the present moment. Now a couple weeks ago I referenced Eckhart Tolle's The Power of Now when talking about gratitude and I'm going to reference it again because it is so powerful in terms of the context of meditation. Tolle refers to a higher level of consciousness as presence. When you are now the witness of your own body, instead of thinking and acting, you are observing. Almost like a third person view observing the physical sensations, cognitive thought patterns, and emotions that run through your body. He suggests that you don't judge or try to change how you feel, but rather, he says, quote, Watching it is enough. Watching it implies accepting it as part of what is at the moment, end quote. And in just one sentence, to sum up the power of now, he says, quote, the power of your presence, your consciousness liberated from thought forms. End quote. As discussed previously in episodes on Stoicism and Gratitude, much of our frustration and pain lives in the past, what happened, but that is forever gone. But a lot of us also live in the future with tension and anxiety over what might happen. But that also doesn't exist. The only thing you ever have is the present. And in a nutshell, that's what meditating is all about. It is about being mindful and being connected to the present moment and nothing else. Number two, how to meditate. There is no single way to meditate and while it is intimidating at first, the best way to learn how to meditate is simply to practice. Remove expectations, remove judgment. Don't expect anything magical, don't expect anything at all. Don't judge or criticize yourself for thinking too much, for being distracted or for any other reason. Just be present, do your best and let go. However, some advice from some popular sources of mindfulness and meditation may help to give you a little bit of a primer on how to meditate. Okay, so for example, from Mindful.org, here are three easy steps you can do in a mindfulness practice, which in many ways is synonymous with meditation. Number one, get comfortable and just be prepared to sit still or lay down still for a few minutes. Easy, right? Number two, focus on your breath. When you breathe in, when you breathe out, are you breathing through your chest or through your belly? Can you feel the air passing through your nose or passing out through your nose? Can you feel the temperature of the air, the tempo, the timing, everything? Focus on your breath. Step number three, follow your breath just for a period of time. It could be just two minutes. In, out, exhale, inhale. Belly up, belly down. Air in, air out. Do that for a couple minutes and that right there is a mindfulness practice. Now, for a seven-step process that they provide on how to meditate, which is very, very similar to the mindfulness practice, it is still very simple, and here is what you can do. Number one, take a seat. Number two, set a time limit. A simple time limit is enough. If you only have one minute, try one minute. If you can try five or ten minutes, that's terrific. Number three is notice your body. Notice how you feel. Notice the connections between your feet and the ground notice the tension in your body muscles are they aching is your heart beating just pay attention to your body number four going back feeling your breath again the sensation in and out in and out so again there's a huge focus on attention on the body here step number five is to pay attention to when your mind has wandered. if you find yourself getting distracted you realize all of a sudden you're thinking about something that happened earlier in the day something that's going to happen tomorrow or something completely random and you catch yourself Notice when you do that and then bring yourself back to your breath, back to your body. It's going to happen when you first start to meditate where you're going to find yourself getting distracted all the time. It still happens to be lost. The key is to become aware of when it happens and bring yourself back. And that goes in with point number six, to be kind to your mind. Don't judge yourself for being distracted. Don't judge yourself for thinking certain things, good or bad. It is what it is. Just acknowledge it. And finally, number seven, close with kindness. Gently lift your gaze, gently open your eyes, just take a moment to appreciate the sights, the sounds, and everything in that moment. And that's it. Alright, so here is a little bit of a different guide. This is another five-step guide. This one is by Calm on their blog, Calm. But you might find that this is very similar. Okay, here are their five steps. Number one, find a comfortable position for your body. Sitting, lying, whatever you want to do, cross-legged or not. Find a comfortable position. Number two, close your eyes. Or just have a soft gaze at something in front of you. Number three is to breathe. Nothing crazy. Just breathe. Number four, sound familiar? Pay attention to your breathing. Just pay very close attention to everything you feel here. So again, this is focused attention on a very specific bodily process. And then number five is gently return your attention to your breath. So in other words, inevitably, You're going to get distracted and thoughts are going to come and go from your brain. The idea is to gently return your attention back to your breath every time you catch yourself. And you just keep going in this cycle, back to your breath, back to your breath. And that's it. That's meditating. It is not anything crazy or anything to be intimidated by. The beauty of this is you can go from being focused on your breath, but then you get distracted. But when you catch yourself, when you become aware of what you are thinking, That is the power of the now and Eckhart Tolle says, quote, through self-observation, more presence comes into your life automatically. The moment you realize you are not present, you are present. He also says, quote, be present as the watcher of your mind, of your thoughts and emotions as well as your reactions in various situations, end quote. This is what meditation is all about, being present and being aware of yourself. Now, a few meditation techniques are worth mentioning. And this is not a collectively exhaustive or mutually exclusive list. However, these are a few ways that you can practice meditation. And if you do guided meditations, you may find yourself being guided through some of these different processes. One is a loving kindness meditation. And this is on focusing on cultivating feelings of love, of passion, of happiness, of gratitude. Where you think these positive thoughts over and over while going through some sort of breathing and relaxation routine. One of the most common ones in terms of body focus is to do a body scan. In many ways, what this will do is you will start at your head, or you'll start at your toes, and you'll work your way through. So let's say, for example, you start at your feet. You focus solely on your feet, and do you feel any sensations? Do you feel your heart pumping? Then you work up through your ankles, through your calves, through your shins, through your knees, through your legs, your hips, your stomach, all the way up. And you slowly, slowly, slowly go through every single part of your body. Pay close attention. Does anything feel off? Is there any discomfort? Is there any tension? And you work your way all the way through. And this brings you a heightened awareness of the present. Another way is to do a mindfulness meditation. And this is to be mindful of everything. These can be sounds that you hear, sights, feelings. If you're outside or you're in a room, it could be the air on your skin. It could be smells. It could be tastes. It can be taking time to just be extremely, extremely mindful and observant of everything. As previously described, breath awareness meditation. So this is where you focus on breathing. And it could be just normal breathing that you pay attention to, or it could be very specific and deliberate breathing exercises, such as a four-seven, eight or a four 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 box breathing, and you focus intently on your breathing. There are also different forms of meditation done in conjunction with yoga with zen or transcendental meditation and i don't have as much experience with these so i don't want to explain them too much but the point is is that there are limitless potential ways that you can explore meditation and mindfulness in your daily life moving on to point number three the benefits of meditation and this is where we really start to see a ton of potential and there was a research study conducted in 2015 which notes that a few of the different benefits of meditation may include stress reduction, decreased anxiety, decreased depression, a reduction in pain, and this can be both physical and psychological, improved memory, improved cognitive efficiency. But from a physiological perspective, it may also be reduced blood pressure. There could also be reduced levels of cortisol, a lower heart rate, uh, a better balancing of key neurotransmitters and hormones. There could be better metabolism or breathing pattern the list just goes on and on and on and perhaps one of the most exciting potential aspects of meditation comes from neuroscience and the study of neuroplasticity which is the ability for the brain to change its structure and function through thought and activity as coined by Norman Doidge and again this means the brain is malleable and the way we think that through mindfulness and meditation the active shift in our conscious thoughts we have the ability to change the structure and function of our brain and so Meditation has actually been shown to increase regional cerebral blood flow in the frontal and interior regions of the brain. This can also potentially improve the efficiency of the brain's executive network. And believe it or not, meditation has been shown to increase gray matter in the brain. A decrease in gray matter has been related to increased aging. So therefore, through meditation, you may be able to actually increase brain matter and that may help to fend off neurodegenerative diseases and help delay aging. It is truly, truly powerful. And I could go on a little bit more, but I want to just leave it for there. I would love to have more people explore the research. But most of all, just try it for yourself. Try meditating. Give it some time. Be patient. And you may really begin to see the benefits yourself. So here's my personal experience with meditation. I'll just kind of go over some things quickly. I started a mindfulness practice with Dr. Jason Emery in Connecticut at Northeast Psych. A few years back, and this is when I was trying to make mindfulness a part of my daily practice, and again, the initial reason was I wanted to optimize my mindset and performance as an athlete. However, I also wanted to improve my overall life. And so the mindfulness practice started with basics. Being more mindful, chewing food slowly, and observing the taste. Breathing more deliberately and more slowly. And of course, on the ice in games, being more mindful of my thoughts, my emotions, my heart rate, for example. Taking note of what my heart rate was. Simply being aware of different emotions that I had throughout the days and triggers. Was I stressed out? What was triggering it? And just become aware, become a watcher of it. Was I stressed out? Why am I stressed out? Did I have a negative emotion to something? Was it something someone said? Was it something I did? And just try and become aware. I really wanted to watch myself from a third person view. Not to judge, not to correct, just become mindful. In terms of meditations, I first started with the free version of Headspace and I went through that numerous times and I found that was very, very beneficial for me to start to understand that meditation is very simple. It really is just breathing and focus attention. And for anyone who is new to meditation, let me tell you that I could not last for more than probably 30 seconds to a minute without getting distracted. It became so hard. Five to 10 minutes was crazy, crazy difficult. And it definitely took weeks and weeks and weeks and months of practice before I could actually get through a five or 10 minute meditation with little to no distractions. I still don't get through it without any, but you become aware and you become a lot better at acknowledging and then returning back to your breath. That definitely built the framework for me of how to meditate. Now, I've also practiced a lot of guided meditations with Smiling Mind, which is a free app that has a ton of meditations. And then I went on and found a lot on YouTube. YouTube has some fantastic ones. My personal favorite being Boho Beautiful. So if you look up Boho Beautiful on YouTube, She has a ton of wonderful guided meditations lasting from 10 to 15 to 20 minutes, and just a lot of different thought patterns and mantras to help you kind of think through and meditate. Since then, I now primarily perform unguided meditations, and often just for short periods of time throughout the day, I have kind of realized that meditation doesn't have to necessarily be 10, 20, 30 minutes. It doesn't have to have set timelines. Even just one minute is enough. Taking a one minute break during the day just to breathe and nothing else, that is plenty. So for example, if I feel mentally overwhelmed, I may opt for a longer meditation. And I have done unguided meditations for up to 45 minutes before, although I haven't pushed it longer. The best way for me is to find some yoga music, some Tibetan drums, or a frequency such as 528 hertz to just find an audio video on YouTube. Find a quiet and peaceful place to plug in my headphones. If I have the luxury of being in nature without distractions, it's even better without music and just nature sounds. That's not always attainable though. And really, it's just a matter of getting comfortable, breathing, and just being at peace. And I love to do body scans and I love to focus on breathing. And that's really it. However, I will say that my best meditations have always been at the end of a workout. Similar to savasana in yoga, when you work up this energy and then you finally unwind and you are just in this incredible state. And to really, really maximize it, the best meditations I have ever experienced have been a combination of the following, and usually post-workout as well, but I will do the yoga legs up a wall pose, and then I will combine that with Wim Hof breathing. So I'll do two to three rounds of Wim Hof breathing with my legs up a wall, and then immediately once I'm done the Wim Hof breathing, I will put my legs back down and the tingling sensation starts to kick off, as well as the tingling sensation from the Wim Hof breathing. And then I go into a full body scan and breathing, And I just completely observe and enjoy the sensations throughout my whole body. And in that experience, it is incredible. And because there is so much going on in my body, I find that it is so much easier to stay truly connected to the present moment and not get distracted as I just observe everything that I can feel. So I would highly recommend trying that. I'm getting a little bit excited to talk about it. I'm going to have to do it again here right away just so I can enjoy that experience once again. Also, I find that meditation is excellent to do either immediately before or after a gratitude practice, some sort of spiritual reading, or also right before going to bed or right after waking up when you're in this clear, relaxed mental state. So what can you do? Simply focus on breathing. Do a body scan and just observe all your sensations, thoughts, emotions without judgment. Be present and be at peace. That's it. So here's a quick review of some ways to meditate. Allocate time to be present. Even one minute is enough. Be aware of your breathing, of sounds. Use body scans. Reflect on emotions. Just be aware of what you are feeling and experiencing. You can use guided meditations such as Calm, Headspace, Smiling Mind, or YouTube to help walk you through this process and help keep you focused. You can also do unguided meditations. Focus solely on your breath and your body or the sounds and everything you're experiencing. Other ways to practice mindfulness and to meditate, to spend time in nature, to practice gratitude, and also even just practicing mindfulness throughout the day can be enough. So pay attention to smells, tastes, sounds, your heartbeat, your breathing, your emotions, and your thoughts. But the most important thing is to just practice. There is no right and there is no wrong. So again, to review, just find a place that's quiet and relaxing, remove all distractions, get comfortable. Close your eyes and breathe. As for everything else, just let it happen. Just let it happen. Just observe it and remove judgment. So with this basic overview, I hope you will be willing to experiment with different types of meditation and mindfulness, find what works best for you, and most importantly, find peace and happiness in the present moment, deepen your introspection and spirituality, and leave you feeling amazing. And I want to share something that recent podcast guest Sid Chala, a certified neurolinguistic practitioner, shared. And that is essentially that you can perform meditation anywhere and at any time. Even just 60 seconds is enough. For this reason, he says that, quote, meditation is a mobile device, end quote. To discover more, this episode with all citations is available on the website. And you can also contact me on social media with any questions or comments. If you found this episode useful or think that it may help someone else, I encourage you to pass it along. Thank you all for joining me on this journey to lifelong health, happiness, and higher performance. And remember, always be grateful, love yourself, and serve others.